people in the hospital to visit and a never-ending round of meetings to attend. Alcoholics Anonymous, Men's Club, Women's Sodality, he was hopelessly behind. I found a new pastor for St. Francis, the provincial had blurted out the news. Kevin McBride, you know him. Father John had snapped a pencil in half and shot the pieces across the desk. So this was it, the news he'd been dreading for two years. He had muttered something about never having heard of the man. Recent doctorate in anthropology. Anxious to get some fieldwork among the indigenous people. Fieldwork? He'd heard the sharpness in his voice. St. Francis' mission isn't some kind of laboratory. The Arapahoes need a pastor. The line had gone quiet a moment. Perhaps I phrased that badly. Kevin will make a fine pastor. To be perfectly honest, John, I expected you to welcome the news. He'd drawn in a long breath, struggling to control the disappointment that flooded over him. It was as strong as the mountains, as big as the sky. He heard it in his voice when he said, I've started a lot of things here, Bill. I'd like to finish them. You don't have to worry. Kevin will step right in, take up where you left off, finish things before he starts his own programs. Look, Bill, a different tack. I'm not ready to leave St. Francis. I was counting on another couple of years. Silence had hung on the line like an eavesdropper. Finally, the provincial said, Frankly, John... You've been on the reservation long enough. I've seen other men like you. They start feeling too much at home. Go Indian, if you will. Start thinking they are Indian. When they finally leave, they have a hard time making the transition into the outside world. I know who I am, Father John had said in an impatient tone. Boston Irishman, with red hair fading to gray at the temples and blue eyes, taller than most men at almost six feet four, a recovering alcoholic, a struggling priest. How could he forget? I didn't want to bring this up, John, but... The provincial hesitated and plunged on. I've heard the rumors. What rumors? Father John's stomach muscles tightened. He knew the answer. O'Malley, stuck on an Indian reservation in the middle of Wyoming, probably drinking himself into oblivion. He was about to say that he hadn't had a drink since he left Grace House eight years before, when the voice crackled over the line. The woman, John. He'd been wrong. The rumors weren't about alcohol after all. They were about Vicky. The long, unrelenting lines of the moccasin telegraph had reached all the way to the provincial's office in Milwaukee. He said, Vicki Holden's an attorney. We work together on adoptions, DUIs, juveniles who get picked up by the police, divorces, a lot of different cases. We're friends, that's all. I hope I have a lot of friends here. The provincial had drawn in a long breath that sounded as if he were sucking air from the receiver. 
There's always the danger. She's back with her ex-husband. The explanation was sharp with anger and a sense of violation. What in heaven's name had gone out over the moccasin telegraph? There's no danger, he added, stopping himself from saying, there's no longer any danger. I hope that's true, his boss had said, in a tone that suggested he didn't believe it. In any case, it's time for you to move on. You've been stuck at St. Francis long enough. Stuck? I don't consider myself stuck. You're an academic, an historian. Have you forgotten? It's time you got back to teaching and finished your doctorate. A position has opened up in the history department at Marquette University. You'll teach a couple classes in American history next semester and finish.